Hello and welcome to episode number 100 of the Nintendo Jump podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers that has somehow reached 100 episodes. Ha! Huh. My name is Daryl. It is May 28th. Today I'm once again joined by my good friend Sergio. How are you, man? Hey, Daryl. I'm feeling 100%. I'm ready to go. Excellent. Uh, with us also this week is our other good friend, uh, TJ. How are you, man? I'm still trying to grasp that it's episode 100, but I'm I'm feeling great. You know, we got that A-plus level going on, and I'm still remembering episode one came out, so I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm in this time zone duality thing going on, but I'm doing well. How are you, Daryl? I am weirded out by this number, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, with us from the start, you know him, you like him. You tolerate him. <laughs> Kevin, how you doing, man? Wait, hold on. Last time we, we did our Pokemon episode, you said you love him, but you just said like, I don't know. It feel, feels like some love lost today. It's been a few episodes yeah. since then. The relationship has cooled, I'll say. All right. You could say he's keeping it 100. Well, you know what? I never keep 100. I keep it 235. Mm. So... Like if we if we make episode number two hundred and thirty five, like, <laughs> what is that intro even gonna be like? Like, I, I don't know, man. But it's gonna be great. It's gonna, gonna be... be like, hello and welcome, and you're just gonna hear the background. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for like two hundred and thirty five seconds. No, but you know what? You hear him running back and forth in front of the mic, just screaming. Yeah. Well, that would be if something really crazy happens or like a new f-zero game drops <laughs> but you know what i'm i'm gonna answer your question i am doing pretty decent you know i got my you know my dinner smoothie you know with all the fixings in the world which is not true it just has some some you know kale spinach and some other things like fruit and pretty power okay whatever like it has a good a lot of good stuff and you know what i'm feeling great um it's episode 100 holy shoot i mean man what are we gonna talk about today oh well so i mean not to get too sappy we're we're doing we're doing the most njp thing i think we could possibly do like you know other shows might do like this reminiscence episode or something like that nah we're just talking about what we're going to talk about anyway so um it is time for our game of the month episode for splatoon 2 uh it is the end of the month, and we've been playing it all month. We've done a tournament, still ongoing, uh, and we've had a ton of fun. Or at least I have. Uh, and we'll, we're going to get to that. But I do want to, like, bear with me. I'm going to reminisce a little bit here. Uh, this is actually kind of a sentimental episode, um, particularly for me and Sergio. Uh, so, geez, uh, almost two years ago... Sergio and I recorded uh, an actual review for uh, what was going to be a different podcast for Splatoon 2. Uh, if I if we've played our cards correctly, you will probably, during the course of this episode, hear a few clips from that embarrassing recording <laughs> from me and Sergio. <laughs> That's, this is where it all started for us. So, Sergio, I mean, like, I know you had done podcasting before. That was literally my first experience is it, like how does this feel it's it's cool right <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy it's been crazy like two, two years almost two years 100 episodes and we're just 
going with the flow for the most part, but yeah, it's it's been an awesome journey. Yeah, and and it so yeah, you you will hear some of that. Um, I apologize in advance because some of it's pretty funny. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's where we started, so um, that's that's pretty cool. And then from that, we we actually uh, took a little break because it, it wasn't exactly what we wanted. And then uh, we pulled in Kevin, and then we started this crazy mess. So here we are, crazy. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it's time it's time to actually actually on. The Nintendo Jump Podcast. This podcast, we're we're actually gonna talk about Splatoon two, uh, which I'm gonna bury my own lead here a little bit and say this is my favorite game on Switch. Period. Uh, I don't Ooh. necessarily think it's the best game on Switch. I do make a uh, uh, you know a distinction between those two things. Hmm. But if I'm gonna play a game on Switch, particularly with people, I probably want to be playing Splatoon. Just saying. Um, but I'm not the only one on this podcast, and we actually have somebody on this podcast with an extremely different path to here, so I'm going to hand it over to TJ. Uh, tell us about Splatoon, man. Ah, uh, so it's a game I, I got almost two years ago, and I right pretty right before this podcast started, and I played a couple Turf Wars, I did some salmon runs with the gaming club I run at school. And I did a ranked thing or two, and then I just kind of put it down. And then uh, I just felt behind. And then it came as game of the month. And I'm so glad it did because, uh, for lack of a better word, it forced me to play. And I'm so happy it did because this game, there's a few grievances, but overall it is just an utterly fantastic game. And it's so fun and well thought out. My daughter is now back into playing it. My wife watched the host battle and said, how come you've not bought me this game yet? Oh. <laughs> I thought, I said, I didn't think you'd like it. She goes, it's competitive. It's fun. It's not like photorealistic violence. She said, why, why, why did you give me this game yet? So found a former student who sold it on the cheap. Now we're playing together. Like it's now like a household thing. Uh, what a game. I guess the only thing this month has done is made me regret that I hesitated so long to get into it. I know we'll get into the details as we go, but man, it's it's so good. It's just so good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was kind of the same boat as you, TJ, where like I, I started playing like pretty much when it came out. I played for about 60, 70 hours, and then I stopped because you know, other games came into play, and you know, I just made excuses after excuse of like other games that would you know which i thought were worth my time well half of them weren't and <laughs> you know I, I i thought to myself okay well i gotta get back into this into this and um i mean i would participate in splatfest like you know pretty much anytime i could when it happened and then then we had this tournament and then i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna play in it like i'm gonna play in it like it's gonna happen and then you know as a fate or luck or both would have it uh, you know, I got teamed up by one of the best in our community, uh, the Lieutenant Surge. And man, we're just having a ball, you know, competing and having fun and talking trash and 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 more trash. Well, only for the host <laughs> battle, uh, which was really fun because, you know, it got me hyped up. And I don't think I've used Twitter that much in a setting, in a single <laughs> session, than doing that trash talking. Like, I, I think we've meant, I think we talked like, over a good period of that day, and at yeah. least like 20, 25, 30 messages or something, I'm like, damn, like, this is like 
quite something. And, you know, I mean, for me that day, I was like, yo, getting some butterflies, man. I mean, not, not so much nervous, but I was like, man, this is going to happen. This, this hype. We had Bohemian. Shout out to Bohemian. You know, a really, really awesome um, you know, commentator, streamer, what have you. Man. And I'm just like, renew, it, this just renewed my love for the game. And like, I don't know if it's my favorite game on the Switch, but it's definitely in my top five. I mean, I love it. It is, it's here to stay. And I have to say though, I have not played that much single player. I think I should. I heard there's a lot of good uh, in single player modes and stuff. And, you know, that's the one thing I'm missing. And, um, but multiplayer though, like, it is a gem. I mean, I would play this over Call of Duty Warzone like a million times over. I would play it with like. Well, that's because it's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times I need to say that. There you go. Can, I, I want to chime in real quick on the host battle because uh, I I wrote a check that I made Daryl cash. I did all the trash talking and he did all the winning. <laughs> but if you watch that round three, he just went off with the slosher and I literally just painted the zone anytime you guys got paint in it. And, and Bo basically said that. If you listen to the commentary, he's going on and on about Daryl. And then that match is over and he's kind of like remembered I was there. And he's like, oh yeah. And uh, Shy did some good painting, I guess. And uh, <laughs> my daughter says that to like, you know, talk trash to me like all the time now. <laughs> like I'll be playing Splatoon and she'll just be like, and Shy did some good painting, I guess. And I'm just, <laughs> it's become this household thing now. Oh, man. Uh, uh, but that battle, yeah, we had the whole family involved. We had in our Discord community families tuning in. And I just don't think you can get that with any other game. Like no, that Mario was Kart or Smash crazy. Brothers. Like, yeah, it, it was, it was, this game's just got certain magic to it yeah i mean and, and first of all i mean that's what you call strategy anyways no uh <laughs> no, i i just wanted to say how happy i am that that's the only host battle we've ever done you know that's it was a really fantastic time is probably the only one we'll ever do uh so Ooh. yeah i'm just glad that that was that was the only one anyway sergio what do you think about Wait this a game? <laughs> what a rematch revisionist history ah. <laughs> It's Platoon Two, man. That, those were some crazy, crazy times. When when it came out, I played so much. That's when I was sleeping the least in my life. I would sleep like three <laughs> to four hours only. No, and just you know, wake up, play the game, go to work, come back, play the game, go to sleep, wake up, play the game. It was insane. I loved it um, until I I plateaued or I I guess i would say i thought i did because eventually i realized the more you keep playing no matter what you you do improve even if it takes years but eventually yeah, i stopped playing so much and i i kind of just came back for the Splatfest. but even then I, i've always known this game is a blast and a half for multiplayer it's definitely up there for me with games like mario kart and smash it's it's a classic multiplayer game through and through nowadays and i've always said i really really upset at myself that i borrowed splatoon 1 from uh, danny my friend and i'd never played with the roller and if i had oh man things would have been so different from way back <laughs> then on the wii u days but no so yeah i love splatoon 2 it's a great game no matter when the years are gonna keep going by and the game is still gonna be amazing i do want to mention one thing um you know you mentioned danny uh and we actually had an eight player uh, Splatoon thing going on at a Starbucks. I, I, I just remembered it like just now. 
and it was like eight switches, right? You know, shout out to SFLA. You know, that was our that was our thing, our group. Um, oh right, yeah. right. And <laughs> and you know, I mean, Danny, Chewy, his brother, uh, Sonic King, uh, Monty, uh, Silver Dragon. Uh, yeah. am, I, am I missing anyone? That there should be. Uh, oh, and there was that other guy. I forgot. Uh, Keo, Keo. I forgot. Anyway, sorry. But <laughs> look. The point is, we had eight, like it was. It was literally eight people on, like, revolving around this like rectangular table, and we were just playing Splatoon. And it was so much fun, and that was one of the highlights, definitely for the game. But I mean, I gotta say, playing online with y'all and with our community, I mean, it was such a. It's it's still a blast, and oh gosh, like, I I don't know, you know, it's just. It's a it's magic. That that's all. That's that's why I describe this game as magic. I can't describe it any other way. Yeah. So I mean, for me, like I played the heck out of Splatoon <laughs> One, um, and this was back when I was just playing. Like I would jump into like solo ranked, and that was just what I played, and I loved that game, and it was great. Uh, so when Splatoon Two was coming out, like. I already kind of knew, hey, this this game is like a moderate upgrade over Splatoon 1. I kind of know what I'm getting into. Um, mm. And it didn't matter. Like, I jumped right into this game, loved the game, kept playing it for hours and hours. And eventually, like, I literally, like, this is the game that I literally had to stop myself from playing so that I could actually play some of the other games coming out. <laughs> uh, so eventually I did put the game down. But when I say I put the game down, that was a conscious decision. Like, I just was like, you know what? I gotta be done. <laughs> that's 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 it. Um, so and I kind of was uh, for quite a while. Yeah, you know, I would go back for the Splatfest and such too because I'm con. Those things are hype. Uh, yeah. But then you know I'd put it back down and play something else. Well, whatever you know. As as the years go by, um, you you play a lot of games. But getting back to it now and actually getting into it again now. Oh geez. Um, this game's still fire. Like it's still just, just really good, guys. I mean, I don't know how to <laughs> how else to say it. Uh, I mean, Kevin, as you're talking about the the magic, I can I can actually get into it. Like I think I've said it on this podcast before. This game is like everybody always talks about how Nintendo takes you know goes into a genre and then like defines what the genre should be and such and and puts this Nintendo spin on everything they do. This game is like the pinnacle of that. Oh yeah. This game is like. Nintendo looked at shooter games and realized that shooter games are, you know, kind of awful at the time. Like there were all all these like competing mechanics and stuff and the games were getting way too like there was just too much stuff in them, right? Um and then Splatoon comes along and it's like, "Oh yeah, you hit one button, it makes you faster, it refills your health, it refills your ammo, and it lets you be stealthy." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, this is brilliant." This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, so like the swim mechanic and the ink mechanic. So like, if you're watching a game, um, with very few exceptions, you can tell. Even if you've never played the game before, you can tell who's winning by who has the more paint on the ground. So like, you can tell roughly where people are by how the paint is on the ground. You can instantly understand, you know, oh, this might not be safe because it's filled with pink, and I'm not on the pink team. You know, like, uh. And it's just like there's so many of these little design decisions. You can paint the wall and swim up them to get higher because that's just easy and fun, right? There's all these like little tiny design decisions that have taken 
a lot of the nonsense from the shooter genre and really distilled it into this is what's fun about this genre. And and to me, you just can't beat that. And and you just can't. And I, I play the game and I'm like, this is freaking fantastic. Every time I play it, even now, um, two, you know, two years, three years after it came out, uh, I'm still feeling the same way. By the way, a uh, little point of trivia. As we're recording this, today is the five-year anniversary of the original Splatoon. Oh, wow. Yes. That is so something else. Happy, happy birthday. You're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really liked how you mentioned, you know, just what uh, you know Nintendo has done with this game and is able to make it like just make a mark in the shooter genre because, you know, they've set the tone really well with, you know, with you know, the first mode you play is Turf War, right? And the point is not to, you know, obviously kill the opposition. I say obvious because in, in other games like Call of Duty and, and Battlefield, um, you, it, it, you know, the, the premise is like deathmatch. Like, you, like if, the more yeah. people you kill, uh, the higher the score. And once you get a certain score, you win. But the way that Splatoon sets it up, they're thinking outside the box. And they're very grounded, literally, with it. Like, um, splatting paint on the ground. Um, and it, it, I mean, there's nothing like it. And like, like you're right. They they just took it. They took the shooter genre. They ran with it. It's like, hey, this is how you can make a shooter game really fun. Like it, it's, and I mean, who would have thought that? No one else but Nintendo. I mean, like, or the group within Nintendo. And uh, it it just, I I'm a little sad to be honest because I wish that this game got more attention. You know, when you think of shooters. We think of shooters a lot of times. You don't think of Splatoon um, for the very first, like the first thing that comes out of your mind. And I'm saying that as a as a person with like you know, you know, knowing that there's other like there's so many shooters out there. You know, like the the average person. Okay, I'm talking about the average person uh, who who knows of Nintendo, who knows of Sony, who knows of Microsoft. They're not going to say Splatoon as, as like the immediate like oh that's a shooter. No, they're going to think of like other stuff like maybe Counter Strike or COD. But they should think of shooters as Splatoon. Now I will say, if you ask that question in Japan, oh yeah, you probably get Splatoon as an answer. Okay, well then shout out to Japan, and you know, just <laughs> adding to what you said, Daryl, like it, it is. I'm gonna say it in a very bad way. The usual monotony. The usual monotony, man. Like before Splatoon, it was the usual monotony. It's like, oh, you know, go into battle and kill the opposition. That's it. Oh, capture the flag. Cool. I mean, it was cool. It's not as cool as Splatoon, man. I mean, I gotta say, it's not a cool. It's not as cool as Splatoon. So, I can chime in just from a parent's perspective too. To have a game that, at its core, is a shooter, but at the same time, is family friendly. Yes. Uh, there's, I mean, there's not really death. You just splat. It's just kids in an arena with paint and you know a pretty basic objective. And like you said, the main objective is never to splat the other team and. Uh, to be able to, to do that, and it's also accessible, right? I mean, you, the skill ceiling for this game is just stupidly high. Um, but at the same time, uh, you can get someone like my daughter just hops in and rolls around and is so happy if she crushes somebody. And uh, <laughs> Like her dad. <laughs> yeah, that, that clip is online. Uh, she is better than me at this game. Um, or like my wife was able to hop in, and she's in like four days to level 16. It just kind of draws you in. Oh God! Um, Whoa! Yeah, she she's well. She only plays like one game at a time, and she plays it. 
but uh, she's also a, a roller, so her and my daughter exchange uh, tips. But oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but it's 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 a shooting game that manages to not be violent, um, and it has like all these Hi. like. Well, speaking of being a parent, there's my son, and uh, uh, it's just that Nintendo magic. I I don't know how they 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 did it. They got this well balanced game that is at the same time family friendly and uh, just a joy to hop into. Uh, some of our favorite moments have been to play uh, Splatfest or, together or to do Turf War together. Uh, what color? Oh, we're both purple. Let's go. Or, you know, and, and <laughs> I, I don't know any other company that could do that. They can make a group shooter that's family friendly and a lot of mm. fun and accessible with a really high skill ceiling. Like this game is just pure magic. Yeah, it's true, and it covers you know the both sides of the spectrum are the the usual you know casual and hardcore gamers. It's easy to get into for sure, and since it's team based, you can rely on your team to get you there if you need to, and you can support however you can. But like uh, Shai said, the sky, um, the skill level. I mean. It's unlimited, really. The, the more you play, the better you can get. There's always room for improvement with this game, and it's crazy. So many different weapons, stages, strategies that you can do. Every different mode requires different thinking. If there's more or less players than the usual four, well, if, if what I mean is if there's four or less, you have to change the strategy. So there's so many ways that you can play this game. Yeah, and like when, when we talk about other games, like, you know, I, I talk lovingly about Super Smash Brothers. Uh, Sergio, you do too. Uh, Smash is something that is like ridiculously hard to get into as a new player, right? Because there's so yeah. much you have to worry about. Whereas Splatoon has this depth to it that is like, yeah, it's deep because like it's it's got a lot of mechanics and stuff. It's got a lot of weapons and gear and, and you can learn a lot and you can just improve, improve, improve. But at its surface, there's not a whole lot that you actually need to know going in. Like, you kind of need to know where the stuff is on the map and how to win. Um, but actually, the overall structure of the game helps you learn that. And we'll, we'll get into that. But, like, I that it just is, a, is another point kind of for the accessibility of it. Because it's just not, you know, it's not all that fundamentally deep in a, like, mental complexity, I've got to know that this weapon beats this weapon all the time and such. It's, right, not, it's right. really not. It's not like that. Yeah, and, I mean, you guys nailed, nailed it on the, on the head. Like, I mean, it's it's a game that you can easily get into. I mean, obviously, like, you can... The skill level to be, like, the very best that never was is, like, ridiculously high. But, I mean, there's this... You can you literally go... Go in, play turf four, and have a great time, and and just feel like you're welcome. Feel like you belong. Um, I feel like with other games, even with Smash, like I gotta admit, like Smash, obviously, the the culture, the the history. I mean, playing as your favorite character, there is a slight learning curve. Um, but with Splatoon, it, it's so easy to get into. And and Sergio, you kind of touched upon this, like, uh, you know, when you whether you splat someone or you're trying to reach an objective, like there's no BS. Like if you get splatted, you you know you can you can learn why you got splatted and how you can get better. Like there's there's no BS in this game. Yeah. Um, and I really like that because, like compared to my uh, bittersweet times with Call of Duty, there are times where it's just BS and it just makes me mad sometimes. <laughs> and I'm talking about like back in like like ten years ago, but. Um, but in Splatoon, it's like I, I never, I never get mad 
playing this game. Like it's always fun, and I always like it's it's really enjoyable. And I I feel like it's a game that you can really have a really good like it's easy to have a competitive spirit. And I mean, I've mentioned this before. Chewy, right? Like, look, he he doesn't like shooters. He 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 doesn't until Splatoon came along, and then boom, now he loves it. And it's like, yo, like a game like Splatoon is the gateway shooter game. And it's really nice. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you should stay at the gate here. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't go through the gate. Yeah. Just like hang out at the gate, yeah. and you'll just be. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just that's... hang out at the gate. You know, you have to go like deep into it. You just, you know. <laughs> but the gate's pretty nice there, in fairness. Yeah, you play other shooters, and you're like, oh, so it's like Splatoon, but not fun. Yeah, there we go. So you just go back to the gate. Like, oh, I'm, I'm back here. No, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's. Oh gosh! I mean, I still have the cartridge in my my Switch. I haven't taken it out yet, um, and it's just I don't know. It's, it's a really <laughs> you have a cartridge. No, I, I, I'm well, okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I that was like that was like I had like that was one of the first games that I had to have digital. Uh, I or actually had the disc, the Wii U disc for Splatoon One. I was like. I can't keep swapping discs, man. This is <laughs> like if I don't buy this digital, I will literally never play anything else. So yeah, come on. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, when it came out on on Switch, instant uh, digital, and I just yep, understand that was that was me. Uh, so I do want to get into something. Um, so we've talked a lot about this, the mechanics of Splatoon, which in my opinion are nearly perfect. Like, seriously, like, very, very close to, like, the perfect controlling, feeling, awesome game, uh, in, in my opinion. Um, but I do want to get into some of the structure of the game. And specifically, like, whereas the game really shows off a lot of Nintendo's ingenuity and innovation and, and simplicity and, and just their fun aspect, it also really is a good show off of Nintendo's just why moments right <laughs> and i think you know, i think sergio you probably get what i'm trying to say here like the it has a, a lot of like these gates right so when you get into the game uh let's say you want to get into the game and, and play with your friends i'm sorry uh you can play turf war with your friends but you'll probably be on the opposite team wait wait what <laughs> like, <laughs> And sometimes you'll be together, but generally you won't be. Uh, well, you want to play with them? Oh, okay. Well, then we're going to need you to get to level 10. And then we're going to need you to play A ranked mode until you're B minus. And then they're going to have to do that too. And then then you can actually play together. <laughs> and and it, there's a lot of that. And a lot, like, when the first game came out, and then again when this game came out, um, they... As you're playing the online modes, they lock the modes. So every two hours it rotates, and the mode and the two maps that it cycles between are the same for those two hours. Uh, so let's say you have a hankering to play Tower Control, one of the competitive modes in there in the game, and it's not actually on the rotation. Sorry, unless you have you know a bunch of friends online all at once, you can't play Tower Control. A lot of people were kind of right, peeved right. by that, and I get it. I honestly understand why. Um, people would be upset if they don't get to play, you know, what they want to play at the moment. I actually get that one though, because what that's done is it funnels all of the players into the current mode. And even now, three years after the game released, you log in, you look for a match and you find one in like 30 seconds. Right. Mm -hmm. So I get that. It's, it's, it, it, 
it's a definitely a, a rationale for just how do we get as many people playing together as possible. Whereas if something like Clan Blitz came out and maybe just people didn't like it or or whatever, um, then there'd be fewer players on that. <laughs> Meanwhile, we'll just force them all to play it every couple hours, you know, <laughs> on on a rotation every day or something like that. But what I, I kind of wanted to get, like, what do you guys think about, like, all this, like, structure around the game, like, TJ in particular, as you're starting out the game, has this been frustrating? At first it was, especially being able to team up with you guys having to get to B-minus level uh, before you could make it to league. I understand why, um, but it's still frustrating that you can't take a multiplayer social game and play with friends off the bat. Or when I do want to team up with my family... We can't be on the same team as, as Turf War. Uh, so, And the rotating modes, when I heard it, I thought was dumb. I was like, that. what What are they doing? But now that I've experienced it, I actually think it was a very smart move on a Nintendo's part. Uh, you know, throw away back to like ninth grade, StarCraft 1. What a lot of online play became is everyone wanted to play the same mode on the same map all the time. And like all these awesome mechanics in the game just went away and Nintendo's prevented that. Um, and it is kind of neat too, because the different modes can, the map's brand new, you know, a, the, a certain map for splat zone is going to play way differently than, than clam blitz. Yeah. And uh, it's, it turned out to be, in my opinion, to be a genius move by Nintendo. I could see where some people might be frustrated. Um, I, I taste also take a little bit of exception to um, the game seems to struggle with matchmaking. Uh, you know, a little when, when bit. My, wi- when my wife's level nine, and then there's someone who's level 82 on the other team for, you know, turf <laughs> war. Um, or, or if you look like one time her team was all like under level 15, and the other team was all like over level 30. And like Oof. stuff like that seems to happen more often than I think it should. Uh, but I don't know. There, there are minor gripes, but there, there's rationale behind all of it too. And uh, shout out to Cube because I was ranting about some of it, and I I already th- knew where he was coming from. But I mean, all of it's well thought out and by design from the from the developers. Uh, you know, for example, you can't just hop into league with friends or you'll get totally bodied. Like, let's go to ranked and learn the modes first, right? So that way you're not just getting slaughtered the whole time and not having fun. And you've brought out, you know, we've brought out the the logic of the rotating modes and things, but just the my my biggest gripe's turf war because that's the casual mode. Most of my family's casual about the game, and, and just only being able to team up on Splatfest just ah, drives me nuts. But minor gripes compared to how good the game is. Yeah, and I mean I have to agree with you too. Like it, it is a bit frustrating not be able to play like your favorite mode at any time. But I do. I wasn't as like I wasn't like super upset about it because like I can understand from the developer's point of view because one. They want everyone to have equal number of like just exposed equal number of times to be exposed to all the maps because if you just give everyone like equal opportunity to like play whatever map they want, you know more maps will be played than others. Um, maybe for some of the the people who made those maps, they, it, it might take it personal because like oh like. I mean, why y'all play that map but not this one? And I think ro- the rotation thing inherently helps with that. Um, also, I I think that the rotation thing is a smart idea as well because um, I think it makes people more well-rounded players. Like, you're not just going to play the same mode over and over. Like, 
Oh, here, here we go. Tower control. Next. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, completely. Next up is Rainmaker. Like they want you to be well rounded. You're not just gonna like if you think. And if, you're gonna play on these maps that you think suck, and you're just you're gonna get better at it, right? Right. And like it, the intention is for the player to get better, which I think is a great way to go about it. Um, I do have to say there was one thing I really, really, five times really, a million times really didn't like when. Uh, they introduced the game uh you weren't able to swap out your equipment and your gear um between yeah, matches true. uh they since rectified that but at the time i was like oh gosh if i want to change change up my weapon what if i what if you know i want to try something different then i have to like exit out and then come back in and then like start the whole matchmaking thing again like now they have the option to you know uh yes no if you want to continue or uh change equipment then continue which is which they should have done at the very beginning. I don't know why they didn't do that, but yeah, I'm glad they rectified that. So yeah, and you, another big big thing for this series, you know, both games, um, Splatoon One and Splatoon Two. These games are really well supported with free content out of like years beyond the game's release. Yeah, and you don't see that a lot. Uh, but Nintendo does it in a way that works so well. Not only uh, balance patches, but just new content, new weapons, new stages, new even new modes. That's pretty crazy. I mean, they had they kept Splatfest going for two years. Yeah, um, that's impressive. And and then they had the Final Fest, and then recently they had another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if they're going to continue that. I, honestly, if they literally just replayed the Splatfest, I'd be happy. Like to be honest. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, this is this is like, uh, so I, I've mentioned this before. Uh, Splatoon was like Nintendo outsmarting everybody with the idea of this is how you like continually update and keep a game alive. This is how you do it. And yeah. I think it was because they were honestly worried that their game would come out and die instantly. <laughs> um, and so instead, you know, hey, we've got 20 maps planned, but we're going to release it with six. And then the reviewers of the game at the time, I remember, were, like, really perplexed by that. Like, it has six maps? I mean, they're saying there's more, but, you know, why does it only have six? And if I remember right, it had, like, two, at least two more on the disc. <laughs> then, oh, wow. <laughs> it was just, like, like they had planned for, no, you know, you're going to play on these six. You're going to get used to those. And then in a couple weeks, you know, we'll drop another one. And then everybody <laughs> be all excited. And then in a couple weeks, we'll drop another one. You know, and then... That happened throughout all Splat Splatoon One, um, where by the end Splatoon One was this huge game, right? Um, and then Splatoon Two came out, and they did the exact same thing again, and just like started it really slim, really focused, and then just expanded it on regular intervals. And what that did is it it creates a lot of like these returning players who are like, oh, I want to check out the new map, or hey, there's this new weapon that kit seems really cool, or hey, yeah. there's this gigantic 4.0 update coming out, you know. Um, there's a brand new single player thing, you know, always this game was just like continually being updated, uh, um, with the exception of the, the single player thing, all of it was free. So if every game could do this, yeah, I'd, I'd be on board. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I do want to touch upon one thing, uh, Sergio, you mentioned content, um, you know, Splatoon 2, so that Splatoon 2 was the first game to utilize the Nintendo Switch online app. Which I think was great because I liked how you were able to buy stuff like on the app, like or excuse me, order stuff, and then you can, you know, 
have it shipped to the game. Like if it's like a like a really like, like rare items or like maybe there's an item yeah, with like all in game currency, so yeah. no no pay to win or anything. Right, right, no pay to win. But I thought that was really awesome, and I think that definitely shed the spotlight on the Switch Online app. I think there's and it also uh, it's cool to see like you know I guess your records and stuff and how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, especially like during Splatfest and all that. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. And yeah, I I mean, everything about this game, I mean, I did play Splatoon 1, but Splatoon 2, like, it really was revolutionary. Like, just the way they did things. And um, I mean, albeit th- there was that one thing that we, we all didn't like about how, like, it was frustrating not being able to choose your mode right away. But, you know, they obviously had good intentions. But I think it's... <sighs> I, yeah, it's hard. There, there's very few gripes about this game that I have. Um, I mean, it, it. I I do, I do have to say though, like there are times where I do just want to skip the intro and like. Yeah, that's still <laughs> that's still a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I had a question about that. Is that like intro never been removed because it's actually doing some technical things and lots of loading behind the oh, scenes? I, and I need very that? much doubt it. <laughs> or or do you just think it's just that's Nintendo being very Nintendo right there? Keep in mind, this is the this is the younger set of the same team, the same development team that does Animal Crossing, and Animal Crossing is also very talky, right? So like a lot of the characters in Animal Crossing will talk a lot, and you'll have to like hit A to get through their dialogue a lot. And some people really like it, some people really don't. <laughs> it really carried over to this game. It really did. So like. I really think that they are just like no, the the off the hook you know people these are these are celebrities you want to hear from them look at their <laughs> funny jokes which by the way I mean their jokes are really funny. Um, yeah. if you, I'll if be you, honest, you know, I've never read a single one. I just hit a. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my next statement. If you actually read them, which most people don't, but they are really like they're really well written. But I think that they, they want to set up, no, these are two cool characters, and we're going to start the game with them. They're going to tell you all the modes. They're going to tell you the updates, and you're going to love it. And then during the Splatfest, they're going to do a concert, and it's going to be the coolest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> and in a way, I mean, it, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> like, like, it's really annoying when you're just like, okay, load the game. Load the freaking <laughs> load the game. I can't, um, I can't tell you how many times I've like tagged somebody and then they put, I'm, I'm at, you know, they put M and P, you know, Marina and Pearl. We're waiting, we're waiting, and everyone's like, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you know, they just put mashing A, and we all know what you mean. Yeah, everybody knows. <laughs> everybody, you know, okay, you'll be about a minute. Okay, yeah. that's no problem. <laughs> but but it does add that it gives the game its own its own flavor, like. It sets up the environment of the game. It, it has this feel of you're, you're just in this world where everything is a big event. Um, it kind of has that grandeur to it. And, and that opening screen does does set that up, uh, even though logistically it might be frustrating at times. But and, and now it's signature, right? Now if we could skip it, I think it would feel weird. We'd be like, oh, where'd that screen go? You would right? lose a little bit of the personality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and this game like this game like bleeds personality. So, I mean... I, I think that in a weird way it is kind of important, but like a fast forward might be nice or something. You know, like what's <laughs> like ironic Sheldon. is they actually added a fast forward to the weapon guy. Right. Because they that were talking they were joking about him oh, yeah. taking too long and he doesn't take nearly as long as they do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good pull. Um there is one thing I wanna mention that I thought was really cool that I remember we were playing it for a while. Um so you know how like 
shooters like I'm gonna say it again. I apologize. <sighs> Call of Duty, they have like zombie mode, right? Uh, you know where you play. You know you're in the same team co-op, and you try to destroy all the other zombies. Yeah. You know Splatoon two, they did Salmon Run, which I thought was way way more unique and like way more fun. Like it, it's amazing. Um, like where you have to collect power eggs and stuff, and you have to splat these like salmonoids in like three different waves. It's like that. That is like the zombie mode, but yeah. fun and good. You know what I mean? Like this is <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I, I mean, I haven't played in a while, but man, we should play it. We have four people. Let's do it. I mean, I miss playing that. Mode. <laughs> we could we could stream a host salmon run. Yeah, there we go. Ooh. Dude, that would be interesting. What I like about salmon run too is it's like, hey, uh, you're going to use this umbrella, and uh, we don't care if you don't like it because, uh, <laughs> but but yeah. it forces you. But I, I, I mean, I said that sarcastically, but it forces you to learn the weapons. And if nothing else, it can help you when you have to defend against one of those weapons. You're like, oh, it's capable of this and this. Because um, there are certain weapon classes I would never have equipped. Uh, so that, that's, I think that's it's neat uh, on, on Nintendo's part to do that. Otherwise, you would just pick your main and go go around. So they just force you to like know the game in and out and to learn different things without really being too annoying or pushy about it. Right. And then um, I had to step away for a minute earlier. So if you guys already touched on this, just yell at me. But uh, how well balanced the game is. Yeah. Right? Every weapon class has got, you know, something that it's good against, but something it's weak against, and then the different subs and the kits, and then you got your your ability slots in, in the uh in the gear which you can use to you know different kits for different weapons. Talk about an immensely deep game. Like on the surface, what do you do? Okay, well you go paint the ground and I'll paint the ground in three minutes. Whoever paints more wins. Okay, great. But when you really like break this game down and get into the different modes and the balances and the mechanics, I don't know if I've ever played such a complex game, but that looks so deceivingly just simple and colorful. And then you see people with 2,000, 3,000 plus hours (laughs) into it. Uh, There's a few people on our server that have more hours in Splatoon 2 than I do every Switch game I've ever played combined. and, and including yeah, Rocket might, League, I might be one of those. Yeah, and, and like, and you, and when you talk to these people, though, they're still students of the game. They're still learning, uh, yeah, because the it's so immensely complex. And then the different team strategies for the different modes to top it all off, like it's it's bonkers to take a game that is so simple yet one of the most complex things I've ever encountered, uh, yet. Basically, perfectly balanced. You might argue a couple things are OP here or there, or that they should just get rid of rollers. But um, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sloshers. Yeah, just yeah. just yeah. play bucket, man. That's yeah. just that's just salt of I am bad against them. But of course, I'm a bad against all the weapons. But I, it's just, I mean, that doesn't come easy, right? Just we we boot it up and just play. But to think of like the amount of love and care and thought to make all that happen from. What's really uh, by today's standards not a very large development team. Um, th- this game's just a marvel. It's it's art. It every time I play it, I, I smile. I mean, I get salty a lot too. But like when you <laughs> when you stop and think about what this game is, I mean, it it's the embodiment of all things Nintendo. It's it's why I've been playing video games since I was three. It it's <laughs> it's incredible. I just I just can't believe I didn't like I said earlier I didn't get into it before but yeah just to 
I, I'm out of words. It's just such a good game. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I do want to. I, I want to touch on a little bit. So when this game was coming out, a lot of people looked at it and said, "Well, that's exactly the same thing as Splatoon One." And on the outset, I kind of understand why they did, um, because it, it's a very similar game. It really is. But first of all, Splatoon One was on the Wii U. Uh, we all know the Wii U was not nearly as <laughs> good of uh, you know as as much of a success as it potentially <laughs> should have been with this game, right? Uh, so porting, like literally porting Splatoon to Switch would have been a, a good idea, but they didn't do that. Instead, they did a full sequel, and it is a full sequel because they basically remixed everything about the game. They added all this quality of life stuff, like, for example, um, and there's like hundreds of these examples, but for one, if you shoot ink at a wall, now the ink drips down the wall so you can climb up it easier. That didn't happen in Splatoon 1. Oh, uh, yeah, so there's, and, and like I said, there's literally hundreds of examples of that kind of thing. Just like little tiny touches that make the game so much more playable. But also, you have the addition of Salmon Run, which is a brand new player versus enemy mode. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a different single player mode. And now, now in, in retrospect, you have like this DLC mode, which is completely different. Um, you have brand new weapons, brand new modes, brand new kits. Um, they did away with all of the specials from Splatoon 1 because the specials were the worst balanced thing about the game. So they just completely scrapped all of them and came up with ones that are actually like fair and fun and balanced and don't seem like, well, I'm literally just playing the game to build my special only and only yeah, that, yeah. right? Whereas Splatoon 1, that was actually a viable strat for some of the weapons. Like, just no, just build special and, and you're good. And that's it. <laughs> um so I mean, it's, the game is so much more complete and just better to play than a game that I already thought was fantastic. Um, but I do I do want to touch on one thing. The brilliant con that is Nintendo literally training you how to play the game in every other mode that is not like online versus, versus multiplayer. So you touched on, uh, TJ, you touched on uh, Salmon Run teaching you weapons by literally forcing you to play different weapons. Um, the single player mode teaches you all of the mechanics of the game. It's kind of sneaky about it. You don't really understand that you're, it's literally just a tutorial. It is. Yeah. Um, but you're having fun because the stages are actually really fun, but it serves as a tutorial for the rest of the game. And just like literally every little part of the game, every little decision of the game is kind of forcing you to learn and get better. And that goes into the single player modes, the, the, all the different multiplayer modes, everything. I just like, it's just really. Like it's really interesting from a design perspective how they how they really thought this game through. It like you guys said it. It's just really impressive. Like this is a very very complete. They had a goal. I think that they hit their goal and that's it. Oh, I I mean I I agree with that and I've I've come in like once all the polish is done. So it's possible I don't even appreciate how far the games come, but hopping in at version 5.3 and you just see, like, it's like when an artist is finally done with the painting, right? You can see the pencil sketch at first and think, okay, this is going to look great. But I came into the full painting, and, I mean, it, it's it's just a masterpiece. Um, I, I think anyone who, who really appreciates games and game design, I mean, th- this is a game I think you, if, if I was teaching game design at a university, I don't know how you don't include this game in your course. This would be uh, after Mario. Absolutely. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, it, and it, and it's, it's what we've come to expect from Nintendo, but it's also like, you don't want to take it for granted either. Um, because then you got games that aren't good, like Call of Duty, uh, that, that people <laughs> just you tell them, no, come over here, friend, and, and look what a, you know, what a well-designed game really is. Um, but I'm, I'm kidding. If you like Call of Duty, you know, good for you. Um, Why are but, you listening to us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even, uh, like, no offense, thanks, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I could talk in circles about it because it's it's like... <sighs> Just like if you were to look at, at a true masterpiece of, of art, whether it's in a museum or you're talking about classic literature, like you could go on and on because it is so good. Um, and, and I don't feel like I'm, I'm talking hyperbole here. Like it's, and, and, and I mean, I've probably, I just checked my profile before we recorded. I had 40 hours in the game and I've put like 70 in this month so far. Um, <laughs> wow. Like we, we were teaching at home and I'd like, Okay, I got lunch and no one's emailed me. I'm gonna play a couple rounds, or I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up just a little bit longer. I can sleep in 15 minutes here, right? You just wanted to play it, <laughs> and I, I I did my first rage quit the other day, and <laughs> oh no, <laughs> but that was just that was me projecting real life stress onto the game. But then 20 minutes later, uh, I was back at it. I just couldn't stay away from the game, um, and and then everybody's been so inviting uh in in the server too like i've been so new but no one's throwing salt at me even though like i know like in league we've lost a lot of times because i was there um everyone's just (laughs) willing to teach i remember like when i first started like you in this case you should super jump and i just put what's that and (laughs) there was kind of an awkward silence because i think they were trying to process like is he for real and i and i was never mind you painted the ground real good yeah (laughs) good no but they they explained it when to use it and what their risks were and and so like shout out to to our community for being so inviting i mean i couldn't imagine being a 1500 hour player and here i come i mean i had 40 hours logged but in in reality I hadn't picked up the game in over a year. He might as well said I had zero hours logged, and I'm just sitting there going pew 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 in the corner. And <laughs> and but they were, everyone was so welcoming, and, and and I'm starting to learn. I didn't even know the rules of all the modes when I started earlier this month. I was like, why why did the clam get large when I got to ten? What do I do with this big football thing? And they're like, that's you know. <laughs> uh, so so I've I've been able to come a long way in a month, bit, but that's because everybody in the community enjoys this game too, and it just it kind of fosters that. Like we're all in it together. Like we're all on the same side. Let, let's learn the game together. I appreciate this game. I want to help you appreciate this game. It just fosters that on its own by being just so good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I I, I hopped on with you uh, just in random duos. I was like, yeah, we can just blame our teammates if things go bad. No problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, and 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 I'm sure I was one of the teammates to blame, but it, no, no, <laughs> it never came no, up. It's always it's always them. Anyways, it's always the. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So to to avoid circling too much on this game, I'm actually gonna go. We actually did put out a survey. I'm going to go down the survey questions and ask you guys, um, and I'll chime in too, um, because, you know, this will, I, I think this kind of frames it. What, so if you were forced to give this game a review score, what score would you give it, Sergio? I would go, I'm thinking 9 or 9.5. I'm going to go, let's see, time to choose. Let's go with 9.5. I think the minor issues which have been discussed. I, I get the point. Uh, 
personally, when it comes to game design, I'm always on the side that it's better to let the players choose because they are the players. But I can see why, and it makes sense. And when the game is so good, you can kind of get away with this kind of stuff. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say 9.5. This is an instant multiplayer classic. Like I said, this game is going to be just as amazing as it is now a couple of years from now. And... I mean, hopefully this becomes a very long-lasting series, like a staple, like Mario Kart. I think it's definitely on its way there. There's lots yeah. of potential, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, 9.5 out of 10. And I have to say this right now. I like this better than Mario Kart. I said it. Oh, man. I, oh, wow. I, I do. I mean, I mean, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I say with, with... I love Mario Kart, but this is just a better, like, Mario Kart has its uses, but this scratches the competitive itch oh a lot gosh. better. Absolutely. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. it works. I mean, like, I, I'm going to knock on Mario Kart right now. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I'm, I'm looking at you, that cartridge in my, you know, my <laughs> my carry pack. Look, Mario Kart, man, the loco, like, like when we just, like, have our Switches together and we try to play locally, it doesn't work. It, yeah. There's always a disconnection. It's not one time. It happens. It happens like every single time we've done it. But Splatoon Two, it just, man, just the snap of my finger, it just works. That's what I like about this game. It's it's magic. It works, and even the name is amazing. Splatoon, cartoon, Splat, Splatoon. Like that's that alone deserves a lot of praise. Okay, you know, you think of a name. For it me. also has the the platoon. Refer- I mean, that's great. Yeah, see, yeah, it's just great. I mean, that's like that's three out of three. I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with that. But yeah, nine point five out of ten. My favorite multiplayer game on the Switch. There, I said it, man. You know, it is very, very good. Um, I do wish that the the capabilities it can have with the the Nintendo Switch Online app. I, I wish there were a bit more. Um, you know, uh, there was some issues with the voice chat. I remember. Um, and I didn't. I think they didn't really address it that much, but it's all good. I mean, I was able to buy some items, or whatever. It's all good. Like I like that part. So, uh, and this is without even playing a lot of this, barely any of this single player mode. Okay, that's my score. Okay? That's true. So if I were to play single player, ooh, I don't even, I don't even know. But it's nine point five. <laughs> it, it might be, might be a ten, but for me, it's nine point five. Fair enough. Sorry, I, I'd stepped away, but I, I came back in the middle of Kevin's review, but. Uh, I'd have to agree with that score. I think on the survey I typed nine because it said to follow IGNs and they don't do point fives anymore. But oh. I'd give it a nine five. My only my only gripes are like my just my trying to play with family. Right when I when I wanted to do turf war with my wife, it was like I looked at the clock from time when I booted the game to we were finally in the same match was fourteen minutes. And if we had like a half <laughs> yeah. hour to game together, well, there literally goes half our time just to try to get in a match. Yeah, uh, we we did ten rounds around the same team once. Yeah, I think it's actually biased against it. I really yeah. do. Oh. I don't think it's so, I don't think it's a coin flip. I think it's like biased against it. <laughs> so, so that part's frustrating, and I know I'm in the minority. I don't find the single player that fun, but I didn't buy the game to play single player, right. so I don't count that against the game. Um, it's it's nearly flawless. Uh, I don't even think we even talked about the music, how fun the music is. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, I, but I, I'd give it a 9.5. I, I have almost nothing negative uh, to say about the game. It's it's just so well done. 
Yeah, so on the survey, I gave it a 10, just mostly just to balance the, the reviews towards a higher, because again, we could give it 9 or 10. Um, it's, you know, it, it does have a few issues, like just a little bit, just just a little, like a couple little quirks. Um, for exa- example, if you have three people who want to play, you're, you don't have too many options, <laughs> yeah. right? You can I go to Salmon Run. Right. Like there's a few little quirks that kind of like keep it back just slightly. Um, but ultimately the design of the game and the overall playability of it, by the way, Nintendo gets a lot of hate on their online services and games and such like that. Um, if you play Splatoon and you don't have a good experience, I'm actually a little surprised because the net code and the, the kind of the high, the lag hiding here is really well done. Um, from time to time, like you'll splat somebody and then you'll see like this wave of ink come from there. Like there's a little bit of latency there and that's a little frustrating, but for the most part, I mean, you can't account for everybody on McDonald's Wi-Fi, right? So right. that's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 9.5, I think is probably the right score. I, I think it's just a, a fantastic game. Uh, fantastic. Um, okay. Uh, and I think we already touched on that. So what is your favorite mode and why? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, well, I've got, I've got two. Um, I, I really like turf war because of the family aspect. That's what my family likes. Um, simple. Uh, so I like, I like turf war cause we can play together. And then, um, I really like splat zones. Uh, yeah. I remember playing like actual King of the Hill as a kid. I remember being on top of this hill and when it would snow, we would play it and we'd try to get up and you'd throw the other kids down and, and, uh, kind of feel like splat zone is right. It's, this is my square. You get away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it's just fun. Uh, I, I actually have come to like all the modes, but if I had to pick just one out of the competitive modes, I, I like splat zone. It's just got this, there's this, it, it's simple in concept. So, but it can be complex in execution. Yeah. It's actually, it's simpler than turf war. Yeah, it's it really like, is. There's yeah. this box that you got to fill. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Paint but it, it turns out okay. a lot more competitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, th- those would be my, my picks. Those are great picks because those are the same picks as mine. Um, you know, Turf Wars, you've alluded to it, it's very accessible. I mean, like, even if it's your first time playing, you can have a really good time. And, like, there, there are times where, you know, everyone goes to try to, you know, splat other areas like towards the opposition, but you can like, you can still get your special by splatting around your area for the miss, you know, areas where they didn't splat. So there's always something for everybody. And I think turf war, I mean, that's what defines Splatoon, right? Like, like when you set the tone of a shooter where you want to cover as much ground, I mean, that, that, that is a very good way to do it. And splat zones, I mean, I, I feel like it's turf war, but elevated. Like it's, Man, like, yeah, like you said, King of the Hill, and gosh, it gets so competitive, and you just, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a one splat zone guy, not a two splat zone guy, because <laughs> <laughs> as we've talked about before, because two, uh, trying to, you know, defend two is pretty hard, but that's not, that's not the game's fault. It's my fault, and I'm trying to get better with that. But I, I really <laughs> do like splat zones. Um, the if I were to choose a third. I do like tower control. Dude, um, dude, there's only five, man. Well, I know. Okay, fine. Turf war and splat zones, I'm done. Okay. 
And also Clam Blitz and Rainmaker. <laughs> Rainmaker. Yeah. And Salmon Run and the single player. <laughs> yeah, those are those are all my favorites. No, but for real though, okay. If I'm going if I'm main two thirty five, Turf War and then Splat Zones is the second favorite, so yeah. Alright. Sergio? Oh, let's keep it going. I'm I'm the same. I I nice. do like Surf War oh, wow. the most. You know, because in the way it's the simplest. The, the time is set. You know what you need to do. Just paint more than the other team. You can decide if you want to go for the splats or if you want to actually stay in the objective of just or, of just painting. Depends on what your teammates are doing. There's a lot of strategy there still. I think there's a reason why they picked this mode for the splat fest. It's just the most. You know, something versus something. And I think it really works. If I had to pick from the competitives, like you said, Daryl, I feel like Splat Zones, it's like a condensed, we're also more intense at Turf War. So, yeah, that one is also my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go different. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, I'm, so, what's kind of funny is my favorite mode now is actually what I listed as my least favorite mode in the first game. And I don't know really what switched. Um, it just is now. It's tower control, actually. Um, mm. I didn't like when it first came out. I remember it first coming out in in Splat Splatoon One, and I was just like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and there's there's a lot there, but now, um, to me, it's the most competitive mode. It's the it's the most like uh intense mode because like as opposed to splat zones like basically the zone you're fighting over is this tower that is moving right so you've got to keep finding new positions to set up on you really can't like camp as well on it right so you can't take control and then just really camp out the other team and such it's dynamic and fun and it's got all these mechanics around it but it's also not as volatile as something like rainmaker or, or clam blitz so yeah tower that's that's mine. Um, mm. And just looking at some of the responses on the survey, um, I will say uh, we got answers for all of them, which I'm really liking. Like Ooh. Salmon Run, Splat Zones, Turf War, Clam Blitz, Tower Control, Rainmaker. Every single one got mentioned as a, somebody's favorite mode. Wow. Uh, so I just find I that that's a testament to the game, right? Yeah. To how good the modes are. Yeah. There's some yeah, for I, everyone. I really enjoyed that. Um so I, I don't we don't need to read all of them, but yeah, it just like clam blitz. I wonder. <laughs> I'll find out. There was one person I remember who was who really liked clam blitz. I'm trying to remember, but but I gotta say though, I, there was one thing. It's not my favorite mode, but Rainmaker. Like when you sneak for the win, it is the it is one of the greatest feelings in the world. Oh, like, it is. It I, is. It I, is. <laughs> I actually have a save video on my Switch right here right now, and I I watched I. I've watched it like multiple times and it was just like this one moment. It was like when I got back in Splatoon and I just like stuck my way and I was about to get splatted. I'm like, nah, it's my day. It's my day. <laughs> Sorry. It was like so good. And like, I've never felt greater. Like, man, we just like <laughs> got one for a win. And like, I mean, I'm not going to take credit, but I want to take a little bit, you know, cause like I just snuck in there and like, like it's no one's <laughs> business. So, yeah, I, I remember once, like, at the start of the game, the other team popped the Rainmaker, and I was hiding near it, and I just literally made a blitz for it, and, like, <laughs> grabbed it and ran all the way to the goal, and I'm like, this is great. This That's is fantastic. awesome. <laughs> oh, man. It's like reverse capture the flag. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're like, and you can just see, like, all of them just go, wait, no, wait, no, ah! But, uh, <laughs> uh, so Grintendog, uh from our Discord said Clam Blitz mm. likes the unpredictability, oh. challenge, and freedom of it, which I, I uh, like fair like 
actual like spoilers for me, I actually love Clan Blitz. I love the complexity of it and everything. There's a lot going on there, and I feel like most people don't know how to play the mode. Um, but when you kind of get on this same page with somebody, it's really, really good. Um, that's that's my two cents. Uh, so, mm-hmm. what is your least favorite mode? Single player. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. I guess single player. Otherwise, if I had to go multiplayer and not cheat the question, uh, I'd, I'd say Clan Blitz with a footnote. I don't dislike... Okay, initially I did. I thought it was stupid, but that's because I didn't understand the mode. It's because <laughs> actually because I was dumb, not the mode. But um, as I've played throughout this month, it's, it's so much fun. So all the modes are great. It, it's like asking someone to pick their favorite kid right or which one's your least favorite well i love them all but uh no but no for real i just the other modes i just have a little bit more fun with but i still enjoy clam blitz i beginning of the month when i logged in i'd see it was clam i'd go oh it's clam blitz (laughs) it was always clam blitz on humpback but uh (laughs) like for the first week but but it was uh, amazing every time you logged in yeah like for real but but now when when i play i don't even care what mode it is because i'm gonna have fun I, yeah. I, I like them all, but if you made me pick a least favorite, I would say Clam. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. You know, for me, it's going to be Rainmaker. I feel like it's just the most frustrating to lose at, and I'm pretty bad at it, so I lose at it pretty often. And it's just frustrating because you see them walking with the Rainmaker, and the score is going down in their favor, and you can't do anything about it because you just got splatted by the Rainmaker. Um I'm getting worked up here. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Serge. It's all right. All right, uh, Kevin. Man. Least favorite mode. Uh, I have to say Rainmaker. Um, I even though you can get the squeeze victories, it is very frustrating when you know it it takes down the zero on their end and they just sneak with the victory. It's like a love and hate, I think. And and like I, I like all the modes generally. Um, Quam Blitz. You know, it's okay. I'm still trying to get better with it. I, I hate it when. I shoot shoot the football and I miss like just by an inch, and then I'm like, oh, I guess why not? Let's not talk about that. Maybe somebody just did that on two v two tournament against a team a couple days ago. On a stream. Oh, yeah, maybe while it was streams. Maybe that just happened. Maybe it never happened. I don't know. May not have happened. May not. Um, Um, but yeah, Rainmaker. (laughs) Okay. Uh, for me, I'm I'm tied here. Um, first of all, I'm sorry, guys. It's turf war. Uh. So oh. I think Turf War oh. is actually, I think it's the weakest mode. I think it's the best, most, uh, it, it's the best mode for like including as many people as possible. I think it's the perfect mode for a Splatfest. So I'm, I would never argue that it should not be on a Splatfest because I think it should. Um, I think it's perfect for that. But uh, if I'm going to play the game, I just don't like it that much. It's just not like it, a lot of the matches like, oh, I got to paint all my base. Uh, okay, then I'll get to the middle, then I'll find some okay, cool. You know, it's just it's boring to me and I just don't it's it's not the best for me. Um the other one is actually salmon run. So uh, a lot of people love salmon run. It's really stressful. <laughs> like, it is. Oh my god. It is. Which is a good thing at times, but uh compared to the rest of the game, I would probably rather just be playing against people than than against those stupid freaking fish. Anyways. Um <laughs> That's it for me. And again, looking at the survey, um, so nobody else said Salmon Run, but every other mode was mentioned again as somebody's least favorite. So it's just like, oh, wow. uh, it's just a cool game. It's just cool. So <laughs> That's another statement. Man. It, it, oof. All right. 
Uh, so if you played the single player modes, and I think you guys have already mentioned it, but Sergio has not. It, what do you think? What do you think about the single player? Well, to be honest with you, I didn't play it. <laughs> okay. And I Good. bought the Octo expansion and didn't play it. <laughs> Next question. Okay. So uh, I, I guess I'm the only one here who uh, played both. Um, so the single player mode and on the base game, I, I called it a tutorial earlier. It is a tutorial. It really is. It's a fun tutorial. Um, but it, especially at the beginning, the stages are kind of slow. Um, it, later on, they get a lot more exciting and, and interesting and such. And it teaches you a lot of mechanics. I think it's very good at it. Um, in, in a way, it kind of feels like leftover Mario Galaxy stages. Um, just like there is a, like an element of platforming and like invisible platforms and all sorts Ooh. of stuff that kind of feels like it could fit in Mario Galaxy, but you're playing as Splatoon. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, now, Octo Expansion. Octo expansion is freaking incredible. It is like th- think of like Breath of the Wild shrines, but Splatoon mixed with some of them are more like Mario Galaxy stuff. But it's just everything is more challenging and just better than the actual single player mode. Octo expansion is like one of the best DLC packs that Nintendo has ever done, and I loved it. Mm. Completely loved it. I've heard that universally, and even Rat wanted it. Uh, he nominated it for his game of the year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, out. I remember yeah. that. But for some reason, I still have no desire to play it. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. I mean, you can you can treat this game however you really want it to be. But man, like it's another. It's it's like kind of like challenge rooms, and the challenge rooms with Splatoon physics and actually good challenges with different weapons that it's making you play and such. Oh man, it's good. It's really good. I have a question about single player. You, is it possible to get like awesome gear at the very end with like different ability um, stuff? Like, what is there any like prizes on that, or is this like mainly as a way to help you get more familiar with the game and and with the story? Like, is there? Yeah, could you elaborate more? There's exclusive gear to it, and Ooh. there's exclusive weapons too. But I'm gonna say there's so much gear in the game that it doesn't like you will be able to find gear with the same ability. So it's, it's mostly a cosmetic thing Okay. Um, with, in the case of the weapons, it's all cosmetic because they are exactly the same as certain weapons in the game. Uh. It's just a different, like it's almost a different like gun skin and they actually look like significantly different. Um, but you know, it's a point of pride thing. Like dragon got all of them because of course he did, you know, <laughs> he has a lot of hours. It's like I, I think I checked. It was like was it one point three k, one point four k? I mean, I'm like, yo, that I is, believe it. Yeah, Whoa. that is amazing. Shout out to you, Dragon man. What a guy! Like, All that right. is passion. <laughs> uh, what last question I got? What would you guys like to see for Splatoon three? Oh. This might sound crazy. There's a pun there. I want all the music from Splatoon 1 to come back. And, of course, Splatoon 2. I just... The music is done and it worked really well in the previous games. Just carry it over. And, of course, make new ones. But just just carry it. Oh, boy. I, I'm going to say it. I want a, I want a Battle Royale Splatoon 3 mode. Like <laughs> I just want something... Like, just not exactly in the form of, like, PUBG... Or, you know, other, <laughs> I'm not going to say it again, Warzone from Call of Duty. I don't want that. I want, like, just a Battle Royale, like, just one mode. It doesn't have to be the whole game, but just one mode, right, where it's, like, 99 people or 99 octolings or whatever, and, like, 
um, or Spratlings, and then just like just try to dominate for the top spot. And you can play in teams or du- duos or quads. Um, make it fun. I mean, I, I, it's gonna be fun for sure. There, there, there's no <laughs> way it's gonna be not fun. Like, let's just be real. Uh, but yeah, I want to see that. I, I'd like the ability to uh, since it's Splatoon three to be able to play threes in league. Um, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> either a new mode, which if I was smart enough to think of a new mode worthy of this game, I'd probably be developing it right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or just like a new mechanic. It doesn't have to be earth shattering. Um, and I'm just spitballing, but like maybe you can swim an enemy ink and gain speed, but it's going to damage like your health or something like so, some tiny change that could actually have a big impact on oh. strategy. Oh. Um, a lot a lot of the formula works, right? It, Sometimes we say games are iterative, and we mean that uh, negatively. You could say Mario Kart is, but it just gets a little bit better every release uh, within reason. I know people will argue that. But overall, right, that series has gotten polished as it went. Like, don't change too much. The, the game works. Just add, add some polish. Add, add either a new mode, a new weapon class, uh, something like that. Uh, something small. Don't, don't deviate too much. Uh, that's what I'd like is Splatoon 3 to stay kind of core to what splatoon is yeah 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 and, and i think we all kind of struggle with this question actually the people uh, answering uh, a lot of them struggle with like any like big changes you get little like you know different weapons and uh, okay that's great uh new modes and new stages yeah sure that i mean that should be expected um but as far as actual specifics it's actually kind of hard to come up with anything s- solid here because like the game is so different and so weird and kind of good overall that adding stuff to it is hard. Uh, the one thing I said, I mean, you may hear it on on <laughs> some of the clips that Sergio pulls. Uh, the one thing I said a long time ago, and I still kind of believe in this. Um, so Splatoon has, regarding its music, it has all these in-game bands. So each song is actually from a band like fictional band in the game, right? Um, and there's a bunch of different ones. They all have different sounds and you can actually tell the difference. Um, I would love for them to literally just build up that world and do things like, can you imagine like a future Splatoon game where you had like a battle of the bands, wet floor versus, uh, you know, fins and fiddle. Like, you know, uh, I, I can't remember who, uh, name another band, uh, the Chirpy Chirps. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Wet Floor versus the Chirpy Chirps. And, and have people like pick sides and do some sort of like music-related gameplay would be really fun, I think. Um, and it would it would actually kind of grow the world a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. on top of, you know, all the modes, all the weapons, absolutely. Let's let's just, let's do it. Uh, the one thing I, I do want to point out, uh, got mentioned was a hide-and-seek mode, which sounds really fun. Whoa. Oh, that would be. Yeah. Like um and a boss rush mode so i'm thinking like monster hunter meets splatoon which yeah that would be cool kind of replace oh. uh, salmon run with that <laughs> yeah Good. add it add it i mean yeah. add it Don't yeah that's what it. i said yeah that's what i said <laughs> add it <laughs> um and then dragon actually mentioned um maybe some different like reworked specials like a team based special where everybody has to kind of buy into it Mm. Ooh, that's a something like that would be interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yes, that's kind of what I. Yeah, that's like a small mechanic change that could have a big Im- impact on strategy. Yeah, I like the way you think, Dragon. Uh, and then like 
I, I've always kind of wondered if you grab the Rainmaker when you have full special, you can't do anything with it. Like, I wish the Rainmaker had like its own special, even if it wasn't all that good. Uh, I just wish it had something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a really slow spa- splashdown or something like that. You know, I don't care. Just give me something. <laughs> right. Anyways, no, my, I can use my special to throw the Rainmaker to somebody. Hey, yeah. there's, a, there's a strat. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to get into some of the, the, uh, survey responses. Okay, so I'll, I'll read Dragons. Uh, he gave it a nine um, and said, to this day, he feels like Splatoon 2 is a be- beautiful refining of everything that Splatoon created and pi- pioneered. Um, he actually mentioned to me, almost felt like that was, like he, he holds the original Splatoon in higher regard for kind of innovating all this stuff, even though Splatoon 2 is, you know, uh, p- potentially a better game for just refining all of it, but I, I get it. Um, and, and such. Um, but he just said the specials were more thoughtfully redone. The package was heightened with more, uh, even more with the addition of Salmon Run, um, a different setup for League Battle, which is true. The League Battle in Splatoon 1 sucked. Um, it's actually really good here. So, yeah, and more. So, yeah, solid nine. Nice. Well, I got one from, you know, one of my favorites. <laughs> Big shotty! Ooh, man. He added a TY at the very end, you know. TY, thank you. Uh, you know what, man? He he gave it a nine as well. Um, he he liked the fact that it's you know really addicting gameplay. It's a bunch of you know gears and gear weapon variations to keep things fresh across the modes. Uh, he also mentioned that single player is totally underrated. And now that's got me thinking. Maybe I should try single player and see how it goes. Um, for one thing, he—if he could change one thing about the game—he would like better matchmaking. So I mean, EJ, you know, big shot hears you. Um, he loves Splat Zones. That's his favorite. It's a more focused turf war kind of mode. And you know what? He would like to see being able to be in parties of three. So TJ again. He hears you, so you know what? Yeah, so that's uh, that's big shot with the big shot. We got a Waluigi thirty thirty who may have the most hours of anybody I've encountered in the game. <laughs> oh, uh, he he gave it a ten, but I liked. He's touched on a lot of we did right the concept, the execution, but he touched on a different part too. The he's made many friends uh, through this game, and there are so many communities centered around this game uh, that that. It is. It causes these meaningful friendships. I think that's not to be overlooked. And then uh, he made the point, I've got thousands, plural, of hours of entertainment for the price <laughs> of one game. Right? That's hard to argue yeah. with. So, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And on the same vein, we have Napping Rat, who also gave the game a 10. And he said, it's a huge breath of fresh paint. No, no, fresh, fresh air. he mentioned that he can see himself playing this type of game just this type of game for the rest of his life he likes the platforming in Splatoon better than the platforming in 3D Mario games that's high praise so he's also saying Salmon Run is worth $60 to him the Octo expansion is worth $60 to him and this is in his opinion the best game on the Switch wow I mean that's no it's, it's definitely a respectable choice I mean yeah yeah. Uh so Grintendog also gave it a ten. If you if you're noticing a trend, um seventy <laughs> yeah. percent of people responding to this survey gave it a ten. So 
Wow. And and That's... the others gave it a nine. So I mean, this is a really good game. Uh, uh, but anyways, Grintogog uh, really enjoyed the endless variety of strategies to choose from when competing in the various modes, which I think we TJ in particular kind of got touched on um so the game never gets old there's so many weapons and combos and levels and, and gear abilities um he said he t- mentioned the movement uh feeling unique to the game you can just hide in your ink anywhere and jump out for a stealth splat uh or spin, swim <laughs> up walls um yeah so i mean just fun yeah nice agreed and then uh just real quick another one shout out to phoenix because uh, their whole they made splat she had, her whole family the Splatfest was a family affair they had custom made T-shirts for it uh, both <laughs> yeah. her sons play like Splatoon's a family affair in their household wait custom uh, shirts yeah not, I think not she, in she posted game, it they in actually made shirts wow like, yeah that is in real life <laughs> wow yeah. shout out to Phoenix it, that is really it, nice. it was awesome wow. uh, I think she she listed it as a ten. Um, she said maybe a nine five just because she'd like to be able to play turf war with friends outside of Splatfest, like being on the same team. Right. Uh, but other, that's like her only fault with the game. Uh, and and it's been nice too because like we've we've played a lot this month. Like this game's allowed a lot of connections that I haven't had within the community or just different people. We could never find time to play something. Splatoon's like brought everybody together. Uh, and so yeah, that was nice. Just wanted to mention her her reply. That's dope. Nice. And yeah. And hi, I'm Tom. Also gave the game a 10. And basically he said the shooter genre had been kind of samey for a while. And I think most of us would agree with that. So he mentioned that Nintendo flipped it on its head with the fun mechanics, very unique that are in Splatoon, the platforming and the classic Nintendo charm, which I I think it goes a long way, especially in Splatoon 2. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. Um, (laughs) Bottom line, I think we all really, really like really like this game it's been a heck of a fun time playing with our discord um i'm sucked back in so i have no intention of dropping this game again anytime soon uh you know i will be playing games like xenoblade so it'll be a it'll be a a balancing act a little bit but oh um, i can't wait we're gonna keep playing splatoon guys we we are our tournament's not over either so we're gonna keep playing our tournament uh that'll that'll continue on for another week or so and then oh we'll see yeah. Well, if I could give a, a quick personal summary to how good this game is, it's pulled me off Rocket League. Wow. After yeah. two years. I mean, I still <laughs> occasionally play Rocket League, but now when I think at night when I go to play a multiplayer game, like I don't even think about Rocket League. Uh it this it's it's got its claws in me and I don't think it's gonna let go anytime soon. Welcome to the light side, my friend. Yes. I do want to mention one thing that I don't know if we mentioned it earlier, but I do love the fact that each game, well, especially in Turf War, it's like three minutes. Um, and I think I think for other modes, maybe four or five minutes. Like, I like how short they are because yeah. you can just like, it's like that one, oh, like it's just really short and sweet. And if you want to play more and more, you can actually play one more and, and not feel too crazy bad about it because, I mean, it's not going to If you want to play 15 more, then. <laughs> <laughs> Until your one more drink drags you to 3 a.m. and then you wake up at 7 and go, oh. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad idea and I'm totally doing it again tonight well you know yes. what I'll, I'm going to tell you right now I'd rather play one more or 17 more 
in Splatoon than I would with Call of Duty any day, man. I mean, and I and I have been sucked into play more on Call of Duty during those times when That's someone says one because more. Because it's a good game, it man. It is. It is. I know. I know. <laughs> it's. I mean, I know we take a crap on Call of Duty a lot this episode. Crap of uh, duty. Oh man, but yeah. I mean, look. It's. I mean, if you don't have Splatoon two on the Switch, what are you doing? Like, get it. Like, just. Uh, you know, it has the NJP seal of approval 20 million times over. I mean, come on. Like, this is a game that you got to get. I mean, it makes you, it'll make you feel great. You'll have fun with friends, you know, especially in the Discord community. Please join our community. And, <laughs> you know, this is going to be really cool. And you're going to feel, you're going to feel really included. And, like, I got to say, you're going to feel like a million bucks. I, there's not a lot of games that can say that you'll feel like a million bucks, but you will in Splatoon. Yeah. So, there we go. I think I I think that's gonna do us. So I I do think we got a couple questions to wrap up. Um, I will be announcing next month's game of the month next month. Oh, so look forward okay. to that. <laughs> Are we gonna pretend it's not gonna be Clubhouse Games or? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep up the facade for like five more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy. Nice. Yeah, we had a pretty good question. Uh, very time-related or number-related question, which was, which game would you give the Battle Royale treatment to something like Tetris 99? And this was asked during our episode number 99. And we did mention that, for me, at least for me and Daryl, we cannot pick Panel the Pawn or Tetris Attack because that's too easy. So we had a few answers on our Discord. For example, Dragon said he wants something like a 99-player tournament in Super Smash Brothers. Um, Daryl, I know you mentioned Smash Run, which is very similar to what uh, Dragon was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, Big Shot also said he wants a Twisted Metal 99. He says it's a franchise that needs to be revived, and it brings the chaos that comes with Battle Royale. 99 competitors on a huge map with power-ups... It's it sounds like a really cool idea the way he described it. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Like Twisted Metal, one of, one of the most underrated games, man. I mean, there were so many days, man. I I played Twisted Metal three. I didn't play War two, but Twisted Metal three. I see you. <laughs> yes. Nice. Um, Cube said he wants a Metroidvania to have a battle royale mode. He said specifically Hollow Knight, getting the movement upgrades alongside health and power increases in a especially designed map that the infection is taking over slowly. Um, he went on to give more details, but it sounds it sounds doable and it sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, that one was interesting. I, I'm having trouble picturing it, but the overall concept of like upgrades and such in a battle royale is actually really interesting. Yeah. Lama Libre said a Katamari Battle Royale, which I, I really, really like that. <laughs> yes. Very good. That would also be more similar to the 99 style. Like each person doing yeah. their own thing that affects other people. Yeah. Yeah. And the last answer for this week is by Hi, I'm Tom. He said, I'm thinking of Mario Ultimate Dodgeball, where 99 players are playing an epic game of Ultimate <laughs> Dodgeball down to one God. person. Whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> That's epic. I don't even no, know. No, Luigi, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So, what would you guys choose for a Battle Royale type game? Oh, can I go first? Oh, man. Sure. No, I'm going to go first. Anyway, oh. so I think, <laughs> yeah, yes, you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 
are having flashbacks of like what happened the last episode <laughs> when we just <laughs> when I start talking about Final Fantasy VII remake and then like oh that's that's gonna do it guys you know thanks again for listening to our... okay so oh Uncharted man I mean look like okay are you see wait what? what no 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 yeah, no. No. no wait wait hold on go, no if you <laughs> turns if you out you may go... not go first no wait 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 wait. but but i'm gonna put you in the corner i want you to think about your answer <laughs> okay but i did think about my answer no, no no like but wouldn't it be cool like no okay hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you have 99 explorers right and then they all have to try to get to a certain treasure and then um it's like in this like like it depends on the the map. Like it could be like super snowy, or and like there's this wind, and there's like different like Olympic style jumps you have to take across like different cliffs. And then um, it's not just gaining the treasure, but once you get the treasure, you have to escape, right? You have to escape to your helicopter or whatever. And then you know you have so many people trying to get the treasure, um, but you gotta figure out a way to. I I, I kind of feel like it's kind of like bigger in a way. Well, yeah, a little bit, but I, I say Uncharted. I I think it could work. Um, maybe not ninety nine. Maybe like. 50 um but i mean and you can have teams too like all we can have a host adventure you know like all of us can try to we we, we the njp um absolutely not oh <laughs> is it because it's from sony look i mean here's what you want you want 99 basketball posts <laughs> but the nets are made of diamonds Ooh. and you gotta steal them from the other teams <laughs> you know i Okay, I was just kidding. Don't do that. Okay. Um, uh, that, I mean, well, I'm not going to go there, but yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've got a cheese answer and a real one. Um, put everybody in a massive, like, interior of a cylinder with 99 goals, Rocket League. But if you get demmed, you're out. Oh. And you're trying to knock in 99 <laughs> balls into whatever goal, and whoever touches it last gets the point. Um, uh, but my more for real answer, I thought if you had, like, a, like the Lego games... But like a battle royale, and you're just in this huge arena with just Lego pieces everywhere, and you can get different blueprints to build different items that let you do different things. So it it might be a little Fortnitey, but with like a that nice would actually Lego. be kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, like a with a Lego twist on it. I think you know a little more creative freedom with building and things. Uh, and it wouldn't have to be necessarily to destroy the other people. You could have more family friendly objectives. I think that would be fun. Mm. Now I will say, um, Lego games are like at least in my experience, like notoriously buggy. So like seeing all the bugs that happened from that would be like hilarious. Okay. But G- give it, <laughs> give it the polish of Splatoon two though. Oh God. Ah, okay. Oh. <laughs> Nintendo published Lego game. That'd be cool. Hey, there it's possible go. with the, with the Mario Lego set. So yes. Oh, that's right. Um, okay. So I, I, I actually, um, I, I sat down and thought about more the, the question that you were actually, that you were asking Sergio, which is more leading me towards like, so Tetris 99, I have trouble whether I define that as a single player or multiplayer game, because like you're doing single player stuff, but it's affecting a bunch of people. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, whereas like a lot of the answers kind of went through this, like actual just battle Royale, which by the way, if I'm voting for that, Legend of Zelda top down, um, oh yes, would be the most amazing battle royale ever, and I can't believe nobody's made that. Uh, copyright, Daryl. Um, don't <laughs> steal it. Don't steal that. Oh. Um, also, uh, F Zero X has a mode called 
death race, which is literally oh, just going yeah. around in a circle until you kill everyone. So F Zero Battle Royale would be surprisingly fun. Um, anyways, I digress. Those are my two active ones. But if I'm actually going with the nature of the question, um, I started thinking about this this weird sidetrack thing, and I wound up on Mario Party mini games. And then that led uh, me to WarioWare minigames slash Rhythm Heaven minigames where uh, everybody... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's playing, like, the same minigame, but the, what they're doing, like, if they did really well, then it they could, like, target people in Tetris 99, kind of, um, and maybe, like, screw up the rhythm of the, you know, like, slow down the song or speed it up or something like the equi- whatever the rhythm heaven equivalent of garbage yeah. blocks would be oh <laughs> i think that, that would actually be kind of a awesome thing so yeah rhythm heaven 99 let's go with that that is exactly what i had in mind really uh, yeah it is it is uh Whoa. what i was thinking is the when you get a bunch of perfects in a row it lowers the volume of the other players so they oh, have I love to that. rely on visuals nice. yeah. wait nice. that is very clever <laughs> or maybe it makes everything like go kind of wavy and you then you have to rely yeah. on the audio all of a sudden oh that'd be cool kind of reminds me of guitar hero 3's two-player battle but with 99 people oh man. so yeah that would be all right copyright oh. sergio and daryl you've heard it here first <laughs> JP. all right i like this i like this combination here this is good <laughs> nice well for this week's weekly question of the week being episode 100 significant we are asking you what is your favorite AJP moment or meme yeah there's so been a, t- there's been tell a couple. us tell us how much you love us and <laughs> there you go hey, hey and you know bear with us it's episode 100 come on guys come on <laughs> we're allowed to ask stuff like this every once in a while <laughs> every two years <laughs> about every yeah, about every hundred episodes yeah. or so oh <laughs> uh, i have one already lined up and if anyone else can guess what it is I, i'm be a happy camper um <laughs> oh man it i gotta wait till next week yep. uh, okay I, just to chime in real quick i remember seeing you guys in discord and you had your njp tags afterward and people are asking you what it meant and you guys were giving goofy answers, and I didn't have a clue you were starting a podcast, so I just started adding in goofy answers like I knew too. I was like, oh, we're just playing a game on Discord today. <laughs> and then come to find out about a week or two later, oh, no, it's, here's this show, and, and, and it's incredible. I mean, I've been able to tag along some, and I'm grateful, but hats off to you guys for making it uh, to 100 episodes. I have this weird dynamic of being a fan and part-time host, so uh, <laughs> as a fan... Uh, I, I tip my cap to you. I know it's not easy to do this a hundred consecutive weeks. So uh, uh, congratulations to you and uh, a little bit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. Oh man, I can't. I can't believe it. A hundred. There's just something about that number. It's. It's like, yeah, it's just magical. Just like Splatoon two. That's why we did Splatoon two for episode one hundred. <laughs> I mean. I mean, think about it. Splatoon 2 started this, you know, with Serge and Daryl. Yep. And then episode 100 fell on the fifth anniversary of Splatoon while it was our Game of the Month episode. Like, you can't write this. Right you can't make after this stuff a up. last, last Splatfest. Splatfest. So. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. That is <laughs> fate. It just, yeah. Destiny, man. All right. Sergio, please save us. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. But you can keep the discussion going by chatting with us on our Discord group. 
The description for this episode has a link to our Discord if you would like to join. We are also on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump, and we also have a Facebook group. Please send us any feedback you have at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. The best way to support this show is through our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash nintendojump, or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. We would really appreciate it. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl, Kevin, and Chai, thanks for listening. We hope you have a, a great week, and whether you listen to all 100 episodes, or this is your first, or any other number, thank you very much, and we look forward to at least 100 more, all for you guys. Bye-bye. This has been the final episode of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. Russell Tsun too. I was trying to. Uh. Oh man, just like when you're waiting to play the game, and then like you have the controller, and what I really like. I, what I really like is like you can press all the buttons and they make different sounds. Yeah. It's amazing. That's how I cool. I was there. Today. I was there. You transported me. Oh, yep. there you go. I, I wanted to do the. <laughs> diddly 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 diddly. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to do that, but I I, I ran out of time. I was like, man. Uh, all right. See you guys. We'll see you next week. Maybe. Bye. 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 <laughs> My name is Daryl, aka Decoy DW. I am a lifelong fan of Nintendo, um, from the NES to the Switch. Former tournament Smash player in Melee, Brawl, and Wii U. Uh, but you know, I play pretty much anything. So with me today is my good friend Sergio. Hello, everyone. This is Sergio. Either just Sergio or also Sergio ALB64. I am also a long-life Nintendo gamer, mostly. I, I do have the other systems, but yeah, definitely my focus is on the Nintendo side. I'm a huge Animal Crossing fan, and by far the number one KK Slider fan. If, if you know anyone else, send them my way. <laughs> but yeah, definitely I've been playing a lot of Splatoon 2, and only recently I've been playing a little more Rocket League and a few other games. But definitely, I've been playing a lot of Splatoon 2. And as far as what's coming out in the future, I'm looking forward to Runner 3, which is the written platformer from the Bitrip Runner series, and also Mario Tennis Aces, which is coming this summer in June. Oh, yeah, that looks awesome. Uh, so oh, yeah. we, recre- we created this podcast to serve as kind of a dedicated source for video game reviews, to highlight games, good and bad, that you know we feel may have gotten lost in, in how many releases are actually coming to Switch. Um, or to discuss games that we think may not have really gotten as much media coverage as we thought they should have. Um, you know, so each week we'll discuss different games, big and small, with different hosts and guests. Um, so that's kind of the goal of the podcast. So for our first episode, you know, we sat and thought long and hard about what game we wanted to kick this show off with. And what we eventually landed on was actually one of the biggest headline games on the Switch that we thought maybe doesn't get as much credit as the console's other huge titles. So, Sergio, what are we talking about? Sure thing, and I definitely agree. So today, in our, for our first episode, we're going to be talking about Splatoon 2. Yeah, a lot of the people who worked on Splatoon 1 and then 2 were actually former developers of Animal Crossing, so your uh, your KK Slider background comes in handy. 
Right, right, definitely. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about the background of this game. So I'm I'm going to go all the way back to um, mid 2014, actually E3 of 2014, when Splatoon One was revealed. So Splatoon One was a Wii U game that eventually released in May of 2015. Um, and it, honestly, it was a huge success for what was otherwise kind of a failing console. I mean, I love the Wii U, but financially, it didn't do that well. Um, right. But at the at the review or at the reveal and then the eventual release of the game from the media, it was met with kind of a you know a lukewarm response. Um, people came out of the show saying, "Oh, okay, Nintendo did a shooter," um, and, and that was pretty much it. Um, and then at release, it, kind of the same thing. So it came out and was met with some fairly average reviews. Um, most of the main criticism that I saw was due to kind of its unique content release schedule. So when the game first released, it released with only six stages, um, really only one mode. So they actually locked the single ranked mode until enough players had reached level 10, which was, it's kind of a funny way to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. and the, actually uh, the enough players actually reached level 10 much faster than Nintendo thought. So after a couple weeks, they added another mode, um, but then w- the, the secret there was that the game actually had regular updates. And I mean, when I say that I'm, I'm talking weekly, um, monthly adding new weapons, gear, stages, music, everything. Um, so it actually ended at the end of its life. It had four complete modes, um, 16 stages. So they actually added 10 stages over that time and, and, right. and just dozens of weapons. So all different weapon types and, and everything. And what happened is the fans really embraced this. Um, so one for the gameplay of Splatoon, which is really good. It's, it's really solid game, but also for the, the free updates, which um, kept people coming back to the game every time a, a, a weapon or anything came out. Right. Uh, it made a huge surprise hit, um, particularly in Japan, but also in, in America for what was otherwise kind of a dead console. Yeah, right. Definitely. And, we're going to be talking more about it, but I believe the Splatfest was a big thing that kept people coming back as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that that leads us kind of into uh, Splatoon 2. So, Sergio, what do you remember from how Splatoon 2 was given? Sure. So it was a big part of the initial rebuild of the Nintendo Switch. Right away, Nintendo's ambition or showcasing of the system was that uh, multiplayer gaming was a big emphasis and they showed it with games like ARMS, Mario Kart, and also a big headline was Splatoon 2. Um, Eventually the game released in July 2017, which was a month after ARMS, which honestly ARMS really suffered, I think, because of having Splatoon 2 release so soon after it. Oh yeah, for sure. But regardless, the game came out with a similar content to Splatoon 1. There were only eight stages at the beginning, even though we had, you know, more modes this time around, but not all the content was there. The Nintendo promised us that we would be getting new stages, new modes, new weapons and items, and they definitely kept up with that promise. And also the... So basically the, the promise was a year full of updates, continuous updates, and two years of Splatfest. Now, the Splatfest are special monthly competitions within the game. Basically, you pick one side from two, and you fight for your side. Yeah, and I love just how 
kind of silly the topics have been on those Splatfests. <laughs> like you, you, you feel like you're having death matches over cake versus ice cream or, or, or right. whatever. <laughs> it, it, it's a funny way to do things. Right, right. Um, but uh, a lot of people, our, ourselves included, we get really serious into it. We change our usernames and avatars. This is, you know, good, silly fun. Oh, yeah. So it, I, I just want to say, you know, Splatoon 2 and Splatoon 1 and then Splatoon 2 carries this on. They've just come up with ways to keep the shooter genre fresh, which is something that, you know, some games are kind of experimenting with. You know, Titanfall has some excellent movement and and other games are really pushing the genre in different and interesting ways um but it's really just nice to see uh, this type of fresh take on on the genre and speaking of fresh um the game has a huge (laughs) emphasis on style of of all things so um you control a character called an inkling it's we didn't get to this before. It's a kid that can transform into a squid. There's a whole song about it. I very much recommend you look that up. <laughs> um, but you can outfit your inkling with a huge number of gear pieces. So the gear pieces um, are hats and clothing and shoes that all look different. They all follow kind of modern designer type clothing. Um and each gear piece has passive abil- abilities that augment augment your abilities in the match. So, mm-hmm. you know, from saving how much ink you're you're shooting, uh, so you don't have to reload as often, to how fast you actually move while wearing that gear. Um, everything is kind of dependent on that, and that's great. You know, the abilities are, are awesome, but I really don't want to downplay um, how important it is just to make something that looks good when you're shooting other people. <laughs> right. Uh, so with all that, uh, let me let me ask you some questions to kind of you know get some conversation going. Um, how, so you you started with you you pretty much started with Splatoon two, correct? That's correct. Um, back in May, Nintendo did a test fire, which was like a demo of Splatoon two that you could play for an hour at a time. They did about I want to say about five or six hours throughout a weekend at, at different times of the day. And yeah, that's how I really played Splatoon 2 for the first time. How, how many of those sessions did you actually play in? I ended up playing, uh, you know, I th- now that I think about it, I guess it was three different ones and I played all three. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so how? Did, what would you say, like, initially when you're starting out, both in the test fire and then in the, in the final game, how did Splatoon feel to you when you first tried it? Well... I mentioned a little bit earlier that I, when I started, I felt really lost because I'm not very good at shooters. That that, that was my excuse for not playing Splatoon 1. I, I don't play shooters, I told a friend of mine that got it. And then I saw that he got really into the game and he would always be talking to another friend about it. And, and I was thinking, well, am I missing out on something? Well, I'll try the test fire on the Switch and, and I'll see. So I tried the the three shooter type weapons that they had and I was not into it. I was ready to give up, but like I mentioned, I tried the roller last and from that moment on I was hooked. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean we're I'm I'm talking to an S plus ranked player here who was not into shooters. That's just that's a fantastic story. <laughs> right. And a big part of why I love Splatoon is how all the emotions that it brings, even not not overall as as you keep playing, but even throughout a single match, in when when you're winning, when you when you splat everyone or uh, uh, splat three of your enemies, or a very intense one v one, either you come victorious or you lose. 
whichever emotion it evokes, it's it's you know it's really enhanced. And uh, between the three or five minutes of the match, there's gonna be a lot of emotions going on. Either a lot of wins, a lot of defeats. It's I think it's. It's great about it, Splatoon, how, how emotional it feels. Yeah, absolutely. And and for, for any listeners out there, I just want to say this. It's not your fault. It's your teammate's fault. Don't throw your <laughs> controller. You'll get better ones next round. <laughs> so so you've, you've talked a lot about the, the roller gameplay. You know, what draws you to playing roller? Uh, it's it's kind of different than everything else in the game and pretty much anything else in any other game that I can think of. Actually, for anybody who's a fan of Team Fortress 2, um, whoop, whoop, you know, it kind of feels similar in a way to the Pyro um, in that the same type of gameplay, short range, stealth based. Um, that's may just be me. Right. <laughs> right, right. And I think that's, that's exactly it. It's the weapon or one of the weapons that feels the least like a gun. And I think that's why I liked it, especially because you don't really need to be very good at aiming. Uh, I mean, eventually you do get the ability to fling ink. And if you do so while jumping, it's going to go pretty far. So it helps to know how to aim. But if you just want to roll around, you're going to be doing well, especially in Turf War. I think that's really why I liked it. I'm not good at aiming. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, we're, we're kind of witnessing the the growth of Sergio as a player over since, since the game's release. So this is actually pretty pertinent. What would you recommend to new players who hear this and hear, absolutely, these guys convinced me to go pick this game up? What would you suggest to them? Uh, the big suggestion is, especially for everybody out there that doesn't play shooters or doesn't think they would like a shooter, try it anyway. See if you can rent it or borrow it from a friend. Try the roller, try the buckets, try the brushes, uh, a weapon that is not a shooting type weapon. If any of them click with your style, definitely you're going to be in for a great experience. That's my biggest recommendation on the game. Try it, even if you if you don't like shooters. Another recommendation that I actually got from you, Decoy, is use motion controls at first for almost everybody they feel really strange they feel kind of limiting you you feel like you cannot move around but trust us when we tell you eventually they're going to pay off you're going to you're going to feel like you're in control completely you're going to do much better and you're going to feel just playing overall better yeah i absolutely agree with that um everybody i i I'll say this. I can't really say the number of times I've had a conversation where I'm telling a new player, turn on motion controls. And I get the response, but they feel weird. I don't like them. I'm used to dual (laughs) stick shooters. I'm like, trust me, turn on motion controls, play with it for a couple hours and just report back. Let me know how you think. And I think with one exception where I guess it just never clicked for him, um, Mm. everyone has come back to me and said, man, I'm so glad that this this actually happened because at, uh, there's a certain point that the motion controls just click. And at least for me, um, I pick up like a, a PS4 controller on a shooter. And I start waving it around the air and, and hoping that the reticule moves. <laughs> and it, I get I, I get angry with other games for not including that now. Right. Um, so right. it's it's <laughs> it's kind of stupid, but it, you know it's 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 the best control in a shooter in my opinion since mouse and keyboard like it's the only really really good way um for a console shooter to function and 
Um, I'm sure, uh, yeah, I'm sure Nintendo wasn't the first one to do it. They were the first ones that I really saw in the shooter genre using motion controls. Um, mm. It's just fantastic. It's it's the way to play. Right, right. And and let me emphasize something that I don't want people to make the mistake that I did that was thinking, well, since I'm not using a shooter type weapon, I'm using a roller. Eh, I don't really need it. I wasted, I can honestly say I wasted about my first 200 hours playing without motion controls because even using those type of non-shooting weapons, they it will help you. It's just going to help your gameplay overall. And it will take a while for sure. It took me a while, even though I had already been playing for about 200 hours. So it's not going to, it's not going to be overnight, but it's going to pay off for sure. Yeah, and I'll say um, the the other side of that is so the Switch is at least halfway a, a handheld console. Um, so how do motion controls work in ha- handheld? They work fine. Um, yeah. It's a little awkward. I had at, at the start, even even for somebody who had played Splatoon one before. Um, I had to actually ended up turning the sensitivities all the way up. So I wasn't like rotating the screen outside of my viewing point or anything. (laughs) But once I did that, I'm actually primarily a a handheld player in this game. Um, and it's, they, they work fine. So I I definitely want to encourage everybody to, to do that. If you don't like that for any reason, um, one workaround I've seen some people do is, is playing in tabletop mode and just set the switch screen somewhere in it with a kickstand and use a pro controller or the, or the joy cons um, with motion there to it's kind of pseudo handheld. So I wanted to ask you some questions as well. Um, for example, now that some time has passed, I was wondering if Splatoon 2 has gotten to the level that you like it more than Splatoon 1. Um, so short answer is yes. Um, long answer is it's better than Splatoon 1, in my opinion, in every single way. Um, and, I mean, that's a, that's a lot to say. So Splatoon 1 was kind of a revelation for me. It was it was my favorite game on Wii U. Um, you know, shots fired at Smash Bros. Uh, but it, it was... <laughs> I, I really enjoyed Splatoon 1. Um, but, you know, at the end, you could kind of see some holes in the balance, like I talked about with the, the special weapons. Right. Um, and, and various things here and there. So... Splatoon 2 at launch to me, um, with the exception of stages. So it only had eight stages at launch, but it had all the modes from Splatoon 1 plus another one in Salmon Run. Um, all, and, and they've been, from that point, they've been building the weapons. They have all new weapon types um, that weren't in Splatoon 1, such as the, the Brella, which is literally an umbrella um, that shoots ink and then opens up into a shield. That's kind of a, a a neat way to play. Um, (laughs) but from, from the stages, I like better than Splatoon one for the most part. The one, the stages that they're bringing from Splatoon one that are reworking in really, really smart ways. They're adding more paths of travel and things like that, that I think make the stages a lot better. Um, I like the, I like what they've done with the music, although, you know, that's, that's fairly subjective. Um, the graphics. Hmm. So, Offhand, Splatoon 1 kind of looks like you remember Splatoon, or I'm, I'm sorry, Splatoon yes. 2 kind of looks like you remember Splatoon 1 looking. Um, but if you actually compare the two side to side, Splatoon 2 is doing some really cool things with, you know, you spray a spot on the wall and then the ink actually drips down the wall and creates another path. Um, right. All the graphics have been very much improved. Um, and that actually brings me to, to a, a point that, 
was kind of a hairy point before the game's released. So I don't know. I, I can't really understand this. Um, there were a lot of media outlets, a lot of players out there that when Splatoon 2 was revealed, um, instantly jumped on, this is a port of Splatoon 1, maybe an enhanced port. And then even once that was kind of disproved, you know, they, they ended up calling it Splatoon 2. It released. It's a very different game. Um, because it has, you know, the gameplay itself hasn't changed that much with the exception of what I've said and like the different specials, different weapons, what have you. But the, the basic core gameplay is kind of the same. So what a lot of people kind of jumped on was this idea that Splatoon 2 is actually Splatoon 1.5. Um, I thought, I couldn't believe what I was hearing with that because, you know, I don't, I just don't think that's a fair assessment of, of what the game is. And if you're going to call any game that has the same type mechanics as its predecessor, just a, a half step up, you know, there's a lot of sequels included in that. Um, right, so right. pretty much every shooter out there is very much built on the mechanics of the ones that came before it, maybe even different games, right? Um, every sports title is, is kind of an iterative title. I mean, even going as far as, you know, don't, don't, don't flame me, but, um, the Pokemon series, the Animal Crossing series, you know, each game adds a little bit. The core gameplay is still kind of the same. Right. Um, yep. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like that, that was never, that's never been a, a huge problem. Um, except in some cases where, you know. The, the game's kind of circled the drain a little bit, just not not ever improving. But Splatoon 2, I don't I don't understand why it was singled out in that way because you do have so much new and it's doing so many things that are just plain better than the first game. Right. And I mean, on top of that, even if it were the exact same game, so the same thing that they did with Mario Kart 8 um, with the transition from Wii U to Switch, it was pretty much a, a direct port with an added battle mode the wii u was a failed console a lot of people did not play the wii u um and didn't get to experience that so i don't even that i don't view as a bad thing um but you know i'm I, i'm just ranting a little bit in, in answer to your question splatoon 2 is better than splatoon 1 <laughs> in every way in my opinion and you mentioned earlier shots fired at Smash Brothers. I actually wanted to ask you about that. Since both series, you know, they're both a lot of fun. They're both multiplayer focused. I'm wondering, like, in in, in each uh, scenario or w which one do you prefer, for example, to play with friends? Which one do you think, do you prefer to play more competitively? Which one excites you more for a sequel, for example? Um. So I mean, without without knowing anything, I, I you know I have to admit I I popped like crazy for that Smash Bros. reveal um, at the last Nintendo Direct. That is really really exciting to me. Um, I love love the Smash Brothers series. Um, I I was I played Melee in a tournament capacity for years, and and I love the games, and I will always continue to love the games. So what it, part of that question? What it comes down to? what would I prefer to play with friends between the two games? Honestly, they're fairly similar um, in, in that regard. And it kind of comes down to what my friends want to play at the time um, that, you know, smash bros is inherently a competitive game. Um, and, you know, 
I don't think that competitive games are necessarily great for any kind of um, huge skill gaps that people have. Like, so if you've put three, four hundred hours into Smash Brothers uh, over the years or, or or whenever, and you're playing against you know this eight year old kid that just picked up the game, um, shots fired at eight year old kids. Sorry, uh, you're probably not going to have as good a time as if you're playing somebody equal skill level, which you know based on your situation might not be that easy to find right um whereas with splatoon you know you're playing on the same team as this kid so in in a way you're kind of pulling the 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 weight there but to me that's a healthier ecosystem like i don't really mind losing and having a good time with somebody um in a cooperative sense so i do really really like cooperative type gameplay (laughs) but just a flat game um I don't know. I, I like both series. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay with both series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> sounds good. And I, I mean, those are big, uh, big, big series to to look forward to. I, I definitely agree with you. I'm very excited for Smash Brothers, but I'm excited to still be playing Splatoon 2 when that new Smash is out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, I think that that's the big takeaway there is that Splatoon 2 is not gonna die for me when Splash when Smash Brothers comes out. Um, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt that Inklings are actually included in the new Smash Brothers. I'm <laughs> obligated on quotes from myself about a year or two ago that I would main the Inklings when they come out in Smash. So <laughs> that I'm I'm probably going to have to back that up a little bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know it. It just speaks to the strength of the Switch. I think that we actually have both of these great games on it. Right. Right. Um, and I wanted to add a, a couple comments for uh what changes I'd like to see in Splatoon 3. Um, so after my, my entire soapbox there, I, I am going to go back to saying Splatoon 2 is kind of similar to Splatoon 1. Um, it's it's better, and it's very much a fleshed out, it's what Splatoon 1 was trying to be. Um, when they realized, hey, this is a hit, we can actually put a budget against it and mm. treat it as like one of the headline titles of the, the Switch um, right. from the reveal and, and onward. Um, so I think that they've they've reached what they wanted to reach with that, and I, I think that's fantastic. For Splatoon three, um, what I would love to see, you know, re- disregarding some some various gameplay changes, because I actually think the gameplay is very strong. I would love to see some world building. So they've they've built this this like I said, this style into the game and this um, this sense of new, fresh your inklings are, are hip, right? And right. and one thing that I, I kind of... It, it, it drives me crazy about the game in a, in a good way is that all of the in-game music is actually credited to bands, like fictional squid bands um, with different styles, and you can actually hear them in the music. Right. So S- Squid Squad sounds very different than um, any of the other bands and, and, and things like that. I would love to see those bands actually show up um like can you imagine like a splat fest where you had instead of a splat fest it was like a battle of the bands and you had those bands on stage oh. doing concerts and things um a <laughs> little bit of background there is that the two kind of hosts of the game pearl and marina um which are some kind of some crazy characters during splat fest they actually do give a concert so they're up on stage um if you haven't seen this, I would recommend looking it up because it, it was it's kind of an experience. Like it, it's yeah. it's fun to look at. There's laser light show and everything. It, it, it's neat. Right, right. I'd love for some some 
additional things to happen there you know bring some bands as concerts they could really do some big fun events like that and treat the next iteration as as an kind of iteration on the the games as a service style um and and i think that the point that you brought up about switching weapons or or having another option to sub or something um i think it'd be really cool if if like so people have, have clamored for the ability to switch kits in the middle of a game. I think that's a terrible idea. idea. Right. Um, because right the games only last like three to five minutes. It's not It's not like Overwatch or Team Fortress where the games last a very long time. And you actually have time to be in the select screen there. Um, I would, I would, what I would do instead of allowing a full switch is basically allow the players to set up two weapon kits. And then at any point, maybe at the cost of your special or something like you were saying, be able to right. switch between the two kits. So you could, I could say, hey, I'm going to go in with a bucket and a sniper. So depending on how the match is going, I'm going to either be a bucket or a sniper. Obviously, there's huge balance concerns there. Um, right. <laughs> but it would be, it'd be really entertaining to see. I mean, I, I, I think that that gameplay would be very cool. Just a, a bit of a wrinkle added in there. Yeah, and you know they they could implement it in such a way that it it could only well what I'm thinking is that you know we have our rank modes there could be an alternate version of those modes in which the second kit is allowed in in case you didn't want to participate in that you could play regular or you could try those I guess it could be like enhanced modes where you could bring a second kit. Yeah, I'd also like to see. Um, I'll, I'll touch on this in a, in a little bit. I w- I'd like to see kind of a rework of the timing structure. Um, but at this point, so if if Nintendo can kind of continue on the success of Switch and the success of the series and understand that this is the this is the best selling game on the system in Japan especially. Um, right. and it's not doing bad in the US either. Um, or pretty much anywhere else. Right. Uh, if they can, if they can realize that and then give us a little bit more options, so at least you know, instead of a ranked mode, let us pick between the ranked modes. Even if you want to do your map rotation for for whatever reason, even if you want to do anything like that, let us choose how we want to play the game. Um, that that's one minor com- complaint, minor to major uh, complaint that I, I really would like to see changed. Right, right. I agree. Um, when I was first um, playing Splatoon 2 and, you know, getting getting in the ropes, I, that was one of my complaints. I wanted to play more Splat Zones than anything else. I think the, the most balanced way to go about it would be, for example, un- until you reach, I don't know, maybe level 50 or so, uh, by a time where you have played all the rank modes a good amount, Nintendo should let you pick and then, you know, you can decide what to focus on. I, I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there you have it. It turns out, uh, Splatoon 2 is a pretty good game, guys. Um, and we, we, we really recommend it. So that's going to pretty much wrap it up for us today. Um, please look for more episodes of this show coming up over the next few weeks. Um, we're kicking this off the ground a little bit and it should be, should be a lot of fun. So stay tuned.